the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. It is Friday. And uh, that means we open the phones wide open. Again, the number 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Uh, just a quick program note. Uh, we will be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. again today. Uh, our host in Washington is uh, is sparing some some health issues. We hope it's not serious, but uh, he is not able to be behind the microphone today. And we are very very happy to fill in and uh, simulcast. So at the top of the hour, we will be joined by our friends on one hundred five point one FM WAVA in our nation's capital. Uh, Trying to keep you up to date on Ohio stories, this is a story I had not heard about until today. It is the story of Danielle Baker, 44-year-old nurse here in the state of Ohio. Uh, She worked in a uh, hospice facility here in Ohio, and the... uh, the hosp- she's a certified hospice and palliative care registered nurse. Uh, she's been doing this for uh, over 20 years. Well, during COVID, uh, she was told, uh, you, you got to get the uh, COVID shot. You got to get the vaccine or uh, you're not going to be able to work. Well, she didn't want to. She... Uh, at first, she refused. She was told, uh, you, you, you better get the shot. 
Well, she needed the income, and against her better judgment, uh, she took the two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, She received the first one on June 4th of 2021. And, quote, within 18 days of her first dose, she experienced extreme pain in her lower back. She said, I've got a kidney stone. Uh, That was the first dose. On June 26th, she received her second dose. And, again, I'm, I'm quoting, almost immediately her symptoms got much worse, shooting pain, tingling, numbness from neck to arm, excruciating back pain, brain fog, fatigue loss of physical coordination, and so forth. Well, she has been diagnosed with transverse myelitis. I am not familiar with transverse myelitis. It is a rare neurological condition causing inflammation of the spinal cord. Well, she is convinced that this disease that she now has is a result of the vaccines that she received. Uh, Now, this is going to be a very, very difficult case to prove, but she has sued her former employer, Ohio Hospice. She has also sued the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation because it is her contention she was forced to get the shot The shot brought about a disease, which means then that it was a workplace injury, if you want to call it. And uh, she has sued both her former employer and the Bureau of Workers' Compensation. Uh, This case is going to be followed very, very, very closely um, because of the implications. As I said, there have, to my knowledge, there have been no clear um, proof or evidence that the vaccines cause this kind of illness. A lot of speculation. A lot of speculation. I have two stories in my stack. Two more very, very young athletes who uh, dropped dead from heart issues. No previous problems, uh, as far as we know, both vaccinated, and they both dropped dead. Was that because of the vaccine? We don't know. There is so much that we don't know about the long-term impacts of these vaccines. There's just so much we don't know, and very little hard evidence uh, for a connection between the vaccine and illnesses like this uh, 44-year-old nurse, transverse myelitis. I know that myelitis, I've heard of that, transverse, no. How common is it? I I don't know, but she is suing, and uh, this is going to force medical experts to take a fresh look at the possible problems with the um, COVID vaccines. So we'll see. We will see. One thing that we knew for sure, we did not know the long-term effects of the vaccines because we had not seen them long-term. 
we were assured that they were safe. And uh, for people uh, like in my category, my age, diabetes and so forth, uh, I, I think there was quite a bit of evidence that COVID could be very dangerous and the vaccine, while not preventing you from getting COVID, could reduce the severity. Uh, for Joy and I, I don't know whether we ever had COVID. I think we did. I think maybe we had it twice. Uh, not officially diagnosed, but we had some of the symptoms, but very minor. Then uh, we got the vaccine. So I think it's going to take years before we really understand Are there real connections between the vaccine, some of the heart issues, some of the neurological issues uh, for the younger people and for the older as well? This court case is going to force some of that uh, study, and I think it's long overdue. So we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on it. And that, of course, is a case here in Ohio. President Biden is traveling the country boasting about the success of Bidenomics. Yeah, Bidenomics. Well, almost 70% of Americans say that the economy is not good and it's not headed in the right direction. 70% of Americans are not convinced that Bidenomics are good. And here is the latest reason. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released new data yesterday showing that the price of food went up 4.9% in July alone. The uh, president's office has been boasting how inflation is coming down. I honestly don't know where they're getting that. Food is up, way up. Gasoline is up, way up. Diesel is up, way up. Um, Interest rates are up, way up. Honestly, and I'm certainly not an economic expert, I'm certainly not an economist, I I don't understand how they are saying that inflation is easing or even going down. I don't see any evidence of it. Maybe you do. All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, good for this Mississippi school district. Harrison County School District. Wait to hear what they did. Well, basically common sense, which is um, in short supply today. God's Word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, man. Talk about radical. Talk about a bunch of nut jobs. Talk about people that are completely, totally, absolutely out of touch. 
Uh, you need to look no further than the Harrison County School District in Mississippi. Harrison County, Mississippi. It is unimaginable what they have done. And here it is, folks. You judge for yourself whether this is just crazy, radical. They have updated their dress code for the entire school district. And here's what they are saying. In fact, let me read it word for word, verbatim, from the new dress code. Here it is. Boys and girls must follow the dress attire consistent with their biological sex that is stated in the student's cumulative folder and permanent record the school district prepared under the guidelines of the Mississippi Department of Education Manual of Direction. There you have it. Boys have to dress like boys, and girls have to dress like girls. Oh, the horror of it all. I hope you know this is dripping with sarcasm. Yeah, I say this all the time. My great-grandparents, well, even my grandparents, would look at this and go, What? They had to pass a new rule and a regulation to say the boys dress like boys and girls like dress like boys. What is the matter with those people? Don't they just do that normally? And the answer is, well, no, nothing's normal anymore. Uh, I applaud the Harrison County School District in Mississippi for codifying common sense. Yeah, boys and girls must follow the dress attire consistent with their biological sex. Good for them. Now, let me make a little prediction. Lawsuit. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's, uh, oh, whoops. I just flipped to the second page of the story. Oh, <clears throat> I issued a prophecy and I was right. Well, I actually knew that I was right, but don't tell anybody. Uh, Yeah, a lawsuit has been filed by a student at the school. And here's the case. This was for graduation just recently. A uh, boy who identifies as a girl showed up at graduation in a dress. Now, the student handbook had already prohibited boys from wearing dress dresses. And the boy and his mother had signed the student handbook. And this we see this all the time. About, I don't know, once a month or once every other month, uh, there's a teacher or a student. They're at this school or that school, and every year they have to sign a statement of faith. This happened up at Moody Bible Institute just recently. A faculty member who for several years signed the faculty agreement and the statement of faith. Here's what we believe. Here's what the school believes. And I agree with the school. Signed it. Here's here's my signature. I, I agree. And then decides, eh, I don't agree with that anymore. And then sues the school. After they had signed us, anyway, this this happens all the time. And this is Mississippi. The parent 
and the boy signed the student handbook with the dress code and then sued. Uh, The dress code for graduation stipulated boys were required to wear a shirt and tie and men's shoes. Girls were to wear a white dress and women's shoes. Well, the school just enforced the policy. Fortunately, when it got to the judge, quote, the judge in the case refused to intervene, allowing the school district's enforcement of its dress code to stand. So, after the court case, the school said, you know, we're going to make it even a little clearer as to what boys can wear and what girls can wear and so forth. The, uh, quote, the updated dress code comes on the heels of a controversy when Harrison Central High School required a graduating male student who identifies as a girl to observe the dress code for boys instead of allowing him to wear a dress. Now, again, and I I want to say this sincerely with compassion, what kind of mother would allow her senior boy in school to wear a dress to graduation? And it comes back to this whole thing. And please, please, please forgive me for being so repetitious, but we're facing this over and over and over again. Number one, there is no scientific evidence that transgenderism exists. It is a social contagion as a result of emotional and psychological confusion. Deserves compassion. Deserves pity. But it should not be embraced. And what I mean is the confusion should not be embraced. And I believe with all my heart that a parent who embraces that transgender confusion is guilty of child abuse. It would be like a child saying, I really think I'm a cat. And I want to have surgery to have little whiskers implanted on my face. And we're talking about a 10-year-old. Any parent that would allow that 10-year-old to have surgery, to have little whiskers implanted on the face because the child really thinks that he or she is a cat. That's child abuse. It is no different from a boy who is confused about being a girl or a girl who is confused about being a boy. Good for this school district in Mississippi. May their tribe increase. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.